0: Hello, this is Raw, the 90s Rave podcast. My name's Tom
1: Latcham. My name is Chrissy Richards. And
2: I'm Paul Kingsize.
0: Yeah, so the uh, reason you've stumbled upon this, I suppose, is you're into 90s Rave, or at least you've got some vague interest in it. Uh, we thought we'd do a little get-to-know-you piece. There are better episodes. Uh, we're uh, uh, releasing our first one as DJ Slipmat and Fabian Groove Rider, legends of the jungle scene and hardcore scene. Uh, But we thought we'd just let you know a bit about who we are, if you care.
1: Well, I think people might care more about me just because I'm the interesting one. What do you reckon?
0: I mean, the only one that's had a a nailed on uh, hit record. Oh, here we go.
1: Here we fucking go.
0: I want to go as far as that. DJ Slimat's favourite producer, yeah, Paul King Size. <laughs>
2: <laughs> In fact, it's probably the only tune he mentioned other than some like really classic old reggae. I it think it might be because people. you were
0: here, but well, you I, know, I, I, I mean, he said it, so
1: <laughs> you are our very own Rick Astley.
0: Uh, but you also made records, so you know, why us? Why are we making this podcast? Why don't you go first, Chris?
1: Um, for me, it's just the nineties was a magical, magical time. I was there. Um, I raved for a lot of it. I also was a DJ for some of it. Uh, I made some tunes, ran a label, I did some pirate radio. Um, and just because there's nothing like it out there, lots of stories, a collection of everyone's best memories um, would be fantastic, I think.
0: Yeah, so the, and the reason why, so I should say I... It was my initial idea, and I am a journalist. I'm a broadcaster. I used to present on TalkSport. Uh, I had Slipmat on TalkSport. I had Fabian Rider on TalkSport. I uh, also had Jumping Jack Frost on TalkSport. I'm the first person ever to play Happy Hardcore on TalkSport. I'm almost certain. I can't say for for definite, uh, but I, I, as a journalist, I've always been interested in uh, in uncovering things that I'm fascinated about, and I'm fascinated about the nineties rave scene. And I, I genuinely, I don't think there's that much out there. That really gets under the skin of the topic and really explores the people that were involved and the stories that were involved and that sort of thing. And I love telling stories, so I thought, you know what? There is a gap in the market for this because people love—they love this stuff. They love '90s rave music. So I got—I uh, wanted a co-presenter. Unfortunately, the one I wanted, uh, Ollie Thumper, was was busy. Uh, so I uh, got in whatever. touch with—I got in touch with Chris. No, but the truth <laughs> is, actually, I'll be honest about about this. There is a reason why I, I got in touch to ask you if you fancy doing it. It is a because you are very knowledgeable and sound, and we've known each other for 20 years, but not really sort of you know properly. But also, there's a lot of women that like uh, rave music, and I just thought most of the people going to be interviewing are going to be men. I don't just want this to be a big swinging dick fest. So, uh, so I got so I so I recruited another small dick guy, uh, which is no, I'm joking, Paul. Uh, The reason Paul's involved is. And mainly
2: because um I don't know. I mean I well I turned oh, come on you do know. No, no I do know. I just uh, I turned <laughs> I turned fifteen in nineteen ninety. Um so basically ten like that decade, fifteen to twenty five, like best years of your life, aren't they? They're as simple as that, best years of your life. That's when you learn the most, that's when you you've got the, the best nights out, that's when you and your mates are at your prime. Um that's even before I go into the music that came out in those days. The music I mean, I,
1: I mean, you do realise this is only a very short get-to-know, by the way? Well,
2: I mean, I'll offer quite, gonna, quite some Listen, time, I'm honest. a producer. If I decide to cut you out, I'll cut you out. It's as <laughs> simple as that. Like, I can make this half hour of me if I really wanted to.
0: Well, we but- did record a pre-pilot, and uh, it was an hour and a half of him, so we definitely <laughs> can do that evidentially.
1: You should hear uh, our little test we did of Slipmat. So this was Paul. This was the pilot, with Paul being the interviewee, and me pretending to be Slipmat, but answering with lots did of Paul nonsense. say, as
0: Slipmat... Uh I, I really love that Paul King size tune.
1: He didn't actually Mister a trick there, but to be fair, we changed a lot of the questions so they were silly, like <laughs> how about the time that you made a giant castle out of mashed potato? Was that your crowning glory? Yeah,
0: and yeah. yeah. I love that release of Slip mats. <laughs> Uh so I actually I'm I, I know that I may not look it. Uh I've got a sad, tired body, but I am Younger significantly than these guys. Doesn't maybe not significantly. How old are you, Chris?
1: I'm 29.
0: Fuck off. Fucking How old are you? Up. Come on.
1: Okay. Uh, yes. No. You're right. I'm 41.
0: 41. Okay. And you are Paul. I turned 45 the other day. Okay. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. Um. I'm significantly younger than you. Uh. Slightly less younger than you. I'm 37, almost about to turn 38. So actually, I wasn't old enough to go raving in the nineties. My first rave was in 2000 and. So you might think, Oh, you know, I'm, uh, what's he doing? Doing a 90s nice rave podcast. But th- the older I got, all my mates went off hardcore and I got into the music more because I couldn't go out because there's nothing to go out with. So I started DJing. It got myself more into the old school stuff, the jungle stuff. Uh, and, and, and yeah, I'm a journalist, so I want to just do create more, but you guys actually went to raves. So we're going to talk about our favourite raves and all that stuff in a bit. But I, I, my, none of mine are in the 90s, to be honest. <laughs> so mine are going to be slightly different. But, um, but yeah, so that's that's why we got the pod together. That's why yeah. we've done it. We've also got an extended team who aren't involved in this. We've got um, an, a resident artist it's called Grantus Arts. He's created all the art you can see on all our social media platforms. He's going to be creating some art as we go through this. Some of them you might like to collect. Hopefully you we will. We're going to get some signed stuff. Uh, some of the DJs going to be releasing st- uh, some of the DJs signed, and hopefully you'll like it and you'll want part of that. We've also got a graphic designer, and we've got Dano as well from Ush, who's oi uh, oi. Uh, who's built our website for us. So we've got this like I don't know, really a- accidental eclectic uh, eclectic team with a range of skills, and hopefully you're going to enjoy all the stuff that we put out. Should we do a little quick fire round because we do we do a quick fire round for each dj yeah should we do a quick fire round for each of us yeah Who shall wants to we go first
1: i think paul does okay. i'll get it out of
0: the way go okay on right you go first question i'll go second
1: what's your real name
0: uh paul Pryor. well we know how old you are hey. Four- 45 well done
1: where are you originally from
0: uh north london edmonton where do you live now in
2: the hertfordshire countryside
0: here where we are right
1: now well, in the what's middle what's of nowhere. I get this excellent question. What's your relationship status? <laughs> Bad. Be careful. Uh,
0: living with a nutter. Is that, is that on the form? So you won't know this, but these two live together. Uh, they are partners. So I'm the sort of third wheel in this relationship, in, in this throuple. Uh What music do you, oh no, should, any kids and how old? Yes,
2: uh, one son, Oscar. He's 11, changes 12 in a couple of weeks.
1: Oh God, I've also got this question. What music do you like that's not rave music?
2: Ooh. Oh, I could be here all day. Uh, every, we'll everything from ambient to grindcore.
0: Grindcore? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Favourite food? Oh, Jesus. Oh. Ribs. Favourite drink? Lager.
2: Secret hobbies? None of my hobbies are a secret. Oh, by the
0: way, what's your lager? What favourite lager? You've got two there. Um, uh, you've got a Carlsberg I've and a Peroni. I've become
2: lightweight, to be honest with you. Um, so my days of drinking Stella and Cronenberg and wanting to take on the world are long gone. So I'll go for Carlsberg and Carling because I'm so God, Oh, that's it's revolting.
0: Tedious. I mean, I've got one as well, but I mean, it wouldn't <laughs> be my choice. Uh, we'll secret,
2: secret,
1: secret
0: hobbies, hobbies
2: yeah. Um, none of them are really a secret, to be honest with you. Um,
1: he likes... Keeping spreadsheets. It's not a hobby, and though. And spreadsheets. Oh, it is spreadsheets <laughs> containing uh, locations of other spreadsheets.
0: That is that is odd. It's also a lie. <laughs> I don't know. It's not. I it's all, not. But, but also eminently believable. Uh, what else we got here?
1: What's uh, who's the most famous person you've ever met?
0: Wow. Um, I've
2: uh, I used to work as a security guard, so I've met uh, I've met Elton John, Will Smith, uh, Bruce Willis. Michael Barrymore, you've got, <laughs>
1: you've got a great Michael Barrymore story. I have, st-
2: I have got a great Michael, Barrymore, but that's, that's for another time. It doesn't involve
0: a pool thermometer. Well, <laughs> thank God you live to see the, the, another day. We could, um, uh, we'll do another another time in the future. We'll do some funny stories around things, but this is just a quick fire, uh, a quick fire round for now. By the way, I can't imagine you're a particularly terrifying security guard. No offence. Not
1: really? A six uh, foot seven? It wasn't mad, was
2: not it? it wasn't that sort of security work, to be honest. It was more sort of um, sitting behind a desk going, sign in, please. Right, up. okay. okay. Not, pretty a bra- much it, not a so. bouncer. No, 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 no. It was at a TV studio. So it was a little bit of crowd control and just a little bit of just general sort of uh, okay. rubbing shoulders. Uh, celebrity crush? Um, I don't know. Someone asked me this recently. Um, I'd have to go back in time and go, I don't know, someone like um, Angelina Jolie. Uh,
0: by the way, if that's snoring you can hear right, it's George the dog again. Yeah. Chrissy uh, hasn't gone to sleep. <laughs> at least he's not farting. it's just the burp uh, just the uh, the snoring.
1: Who's your celebrity hate
0: Oh
2: um, do you know what? Like, like boy bands really gripe me like, like manufactured pop music and, like, and I think the the kingpin of all that is someone like Robbie Williams, so I'd probably slap the road slap the road. I'd probably cross the road to slap him. Right, okay uh, um, Sporting hero'll uh, be a Spurs. Paul Gascoigne He's Spurs fan. Yeah.
1: Right. Just because he was a drugs taking champion as <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah.
2: He was indeed. Edge.
1: Uh, what would you say is your best trait? Uh
2: dunno.
0: Dunno. Honesty. <laughs> <laughs> well that's good. That works us. That's well. a lie. <laughs> <laughs> uh what about your worst trait? Uh
2: selfishness.
1: Most embarrassing moment? I don't know. It
2: doesn't I don't really I don't really do embarrassing, to be honest with you. It takes a lot to embarrass me. It
0: takes a hell of a lot. So, no, I can't think of anything.
2: Can you? I
0: don't know. Well, you We'll ask We'll ask I'll, us in a minute. I'll, I'll, I'm not asking you. I'm uh, asking oh, right. yeah, okay. I want to Chris. yeah, I can. What, an embarrassing moment for
1: Paul? Oh, yeah. Oh, right. He does have a tendency to shit himself.
0: What? <laughs> hey, so do I, actually. I think I'm just helping to answer my own one. I, I, I was struggling on that one.
1: <laughs> this is going to come back to bite me on the arse, by uh, the way. Uh,
0: what is your most disgusting habit? And it's probably shitting yourself, <laughs> probably. I would have thought. <laughs> oh,
2: I don't, I don't, I don't do disgust. I, I, I blow my nose in a shower, don't I? And it ends up all over a shower, yeah, scrunchy oh, oh. thing and bogeys bogies, bogies, bogies up stuff. the wall, and all that sort of thing. So, but there you uh, go.
1: Tell us one thing about yourself that will surprise people.
2: Um, I don't know.
0: I'm about to start training to be a London tour guide.
1: That's all right. Is. well, there you are sure. a
0: cabbie, so that mm-hmm. would make sense, right? With yeah. with no cabin, right? okay. Uh, so, should we do Chris
1: now? Next? Yeah. Oh, see, now this is where all of my. Uh, Piss taking is going to come back to bite me, isn't it?
0: <laughs> okay, so she's a she's a DJ called Chrissy manic but that's not her real name. Well,
1: I was a DJ anyway, Chrissy Richards. Uh,
0: and how old how old are you? you
1: Forty one. Originally from? I'm originally from Hackney. Clapped a massive E five. Oi, oi! Where uh, do you live now? I live in yeah. leafy rural Hertfordshire with all the rabbits.
0: That's the right fucking pain in the ass. <laughs> I've been here five times in the last three weeks. Uh,
1: any kids? No, thank fuck. Mm. Only one You're dog. Right. You are right. You are. One snoring, big farting dog. dog.
2: So what's your relationship status then, Chrissy?
1: Um, I'm in a relationship with a big, annoying person. Nice.
0: No, that's my name. So life. lucky. Uh, what music do you like except rave music?
1: So, I love a lot of music. I'd go ska, Come reggae, on, we day. blues. Skip, skip to the end. Um, everything. I'm across genres. I love a lot of different music. Okay. Favourite food? Oh, man. That's hard. I'm gonna go for a nice pink burger. That's gonna upset the vegans listening, nice. isn't Delicious. it? Delicious. What
0: I don't, I can't imagine there's that many people who like Zappy hardcore listening to I, vegans. I don't now. know, Maybe. I don't know why it's I found more of the jungle people. I would have thought be a vegan,
1: wouldn't you? Is that a really bad no. dad joke? No,
0: no, it's not. It's just like you know, it's oh, originated it's... in Bristol. You know, <laughs> Bristol's very heavy on the green side. Of, you know, Brighton, it's big there as well. Um, it's also a, a sort of a, a white middle class music these days, isn't it? Well, we will explore that in the podcast, I'm sure. Uh, what's your favourite drink?
1: Favourite drink? Going to have to go for a nice cup of tea. Yorkshire. Boring. Not PG Tips.
2: Any secret hobbies, Chrissy? uh
1: Well, I like to explore abandoned places.
0: Yes. I wish I had the balls to do that. It looks great. It looks really fun.
1: Um, I would say probably just that.
0: Okay. That's a pretty good hobby. Um, who's the main, most famous person you've met? Hmm...
1: Oh, I'm going to go for the Royal Family. I skated for the Royal Family at the last military tattoo in Berlin. Ice skating. Ice skating in
0: 1992. ice ice skater. Well, that's a sort of secret hobby as well, I suppose, isn't it? I mean, it is for the people listening. They won't know. I can't believe I've got to ask this one. (laughs) (laughs) Celebrity crush.
1: Oh, definitely Gordon Ramsay. Sexy, sexy, sexy.
0: Uh, Celebrity hate.
1: Oh, where do we start? Chris Martin, Definitely. Keith Lemon, definitely. Uh, Lewis Capaldi, I'd love to smack him in the face.
0: She's put a lot of thought. Into uh, <laughs> no, I can't I mean, think. I don't know anyone really. I've I got just... a lot of
1: celebrity hates. Yeah, okay. We'll go with those three. Okay.
0: Uh, sporting hero.
1: I'm gonna go for um, kadina Cox. She's a para sport, um, Paralympian. Basically, she does some of the running and cycling. Uh, You're big
0: on Paralympians. You're a big fan of Paralympians. You were talking about David Weir to me the other day. Who, I love who, by him. By the way, did you know this? David Leir, David Weir, who's won. See the Marathon? He's a marathon, he's like a Marathon yeah. sort of uh, Paralympian. He's a happy hardcore fan. And uh, we might see if he fancies coming on the show. At the werewolf. Point. That would be great.
1: Proper fangirling.
0: Where are we on the questions? What's your best trait?
2: There we go.
1: My witty, oh, I don't know. No, see, I'm not that witty because I couldn't think well, of an answer. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely is not. We'll move on from I there think, No, I think I'm generally fun to be around. Yeah,
2: you're
0: all right. What's your worst trait?
1: Worst trait? I don't know. I'd say I, I can be very selfish. That's why I don't have children.
0: Hmm. I mean, it's a it's not it's not the least wise option uh, choice you've ever made. I wouldn't imagine. Uh, <laughs> what is your most embarrassing moment?
1: God. Oh, I'm going to go for a rave story here. Um, being off my tits at United Dance at Stevenage, being in room two, and seeing a girl um, that looked similar to me. And I thought she was staring at me, and I was staring back at her. And um, I smiled. She smiled. I walked towards her. She kept, was coming towards me, and I held my hand out and walked straight into a mirror, <laughs> straight into a mirror wall.
0: That is quite good. That is
2: quite good. What, a twat. Uh, what is? Uh, <laughs> What's your most disgusting habit? I, Bearing in mind, I live with you.
1: I'm going to go for my continuous outdoor peeing. Um I mean I obviously I've got a dog that I did have to walk a lot because he was quite energetic and uh, I'm I'm often pissing outdoors. I'm a champion outdoor pisser. Really? I could give good. lessons, I'm telling you. <laughs>
0: Was that the one thing that would surprise people or have we not done that yet? Uh, no. Is that both? Does that fit both? <laughs> Tell us one thing about yourself that surprises people. Oh, I'm,
1: I'm going to go for my skating history. So I was a competitive ice skater from being a kid right up until I was about age 18. I've got lots of medals and I've travelled around she, the world. She has got
0: a lot of medals all hanging up in the living room.
1: Uh, okay. Right. So now
0: it's my turn. And I, it is. Uh, it's giving me a bit of a chance to think about stuff as well.
1: All right. right, Are going to start, Paul?
0: Yeah, I'll start. Uh, real name? My name is Thomas Robert Latcham.
1: <laughs> middle names? Oh, middle names? Well,
0: oh, God's sake!
1: What's your middle name, Paul?
0: I don't
2: have one.
1: It's Rodriguez. Rodriguez. <laughs> Rodriguez. <laughs> Lovely.
2: Why are you ashamed I about that? I don't know. It's just uh, it's cracking. I'm not ashamed by it. I'm not ashamed by it. It's Thomas, just. Uh, I mean, it's it,
0: probably it's, the Portuguese version of my name, isn't it's it? Just like
2: everybody just sort of goes Rodriguez. I'm like, yeah I'm you half-
0: don't have a look at your. What, it, he's not I'm very Rodriguez. Half Portuguese. You don't have a look of half Portuguese. No, not at all. <laughs>
1: um how old are you tom
0: i am almost 38 depending on when you listen to this
1: <laughs> where are you
0: from originally tom uh, i'm originally i was born in oxford moved to shrewsbury when i was two and then we moved to london when i was
1: 14 where do you live now
0: i live in tottenham in north london unfortunately it's a shithole <laughs> 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 what's your relationship status uh i am uh, with a partner uh, not married a long-term partner not married her name's sophie she's very nice
1: do you have any kids? I do. How old? Uh,
0: her name's Lola and she is almost three.
1: Ooh. So she's a three-nager.
0: She's a 3 she's all right. She's lovely, but she's very hard work. That's so, a polite way of saying it.
2: What music do you like other than rave music? Uh,
0: I like hip-hop music. I like indie music. Um, I like techno music. I like going out to techno nights. Uh, I should say I haven't bought a new album do people even do that these days but I haven't listened to really any new music properly since about
1: 2004 2005 wow Hmm. what's your favourite food
0: Uh, I'd probably say perhaps Chinese or Thai maybe Vietnamese something like that favourite drink Uh, at the moment Aspels drink a lot of Aspels cider gone gone off beer can't drink too much of it
1: Mm, I think that's an age thing isn't it Mm -hmm.
0: get too gassy
1: Uh, Secret Hobbies Tom
0: it's not really a secret because I don't actually have any secrets because anyone that will listen to this podcast or knows anything about me knows that I don't really have any secrets. But I am a quite adept hockey player. or I was before I became a fat husk of a man. Uh, I played for like Middlesex on the 90s. I captained Middlesex on the 19s once upon a time.
1: And who's the most famous person you've ever met? Oh, I've met loads of
0: famous people. I used to work for the News of the World so I used to interview them all the time. Talk sport as well. Um you name him Jose Mourinho. Uh oh, have you? There you go. He was in the back of my cab just after oh, really? just after Man United sacked him. This isn't your fucking ground, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you I, I couldn't get a word out of him. I could not get a word out of him. I well, tried. he's a miserable sod. Yeah. Uh, so him, you know, like Bob Geldof um David Cameron, etc cetera, etc. Cetera. I mean you, you name it. I put have you know likely met them if they're that famous.
2: Uh where are we? Celebrity crush?
0: Well, no one really, because I don't really act, think like that. But I mean, you know, if I had to say so, I actually used to really fancy um, what's her name out three pints, two pints of lager and a packet of crisps? Sheridan Smith. Uh, Once upon a time, I did, I thought she looks like fun. And then now I think mm, she's had too much fun.
1: Who's <laughs> your <laughs> celebrity hate? Uh, I don't really hate
0: anyone, to be honest. There are people who are annoying, you know, Robbie Savage, people like that. Oh,
1: don't pretend you're Zen.
0: But no, no, I don't hate anyone. I can't be bothered. Um, No, I can't. Honestly, I don't think... uh, People annoy me and there are people like Robbie Savage. But off the top of my head, I can't think of anyone that I just think, God, celebrities, I really hate you. To be honest, having interviewed them all the time, I don't really view people as celebrities and I hate most famous people.
1: So you basically just hate everyone?
0: Something like that. You could say, <laughs> if you've listened to the Slipmat thing, I'm a nihilist. Uh, that was a that's uh, No, I think we're going to edit that bit out anyway, so it doesn't make I'm also not a nihilist, by the way. I'm a lovely bloke. Who's your sporting hero, Tom? Uh, I'm a Bournemouth fan, so I can't really go any further than Eddie Howe, who's the Bournemouth manager who's got us up from 91st in the Football League into the Premier League.
1: So what would you say is your best trait? Uh,
0: honest, decent, trustworthy, that sort of thing. You know, I'm, I'm a very... If I say something and I... I'll do it basically.
1: That's probably a good trait. That's
0: a pretty good trait. Mhm. And your worst? Uh I have anger management issues. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have to say, I mean that surprised me. Yeah, it did.
0: Yeah, yeah. I know it's it's been lockdown I think it's it's really brought it to the fore. I with my mum, I was like, you know, I think I've got anger management problems. She went, Oh yeah, you've always had that. Um, we just—you were just our sons. We couldn't do anything about it. I was like, "All oh, right, okay." You maybe should have flagged that up before the age of
1: thirty-eight. <laughs> um, so, what's your most embarrassing moment?
0: Um, my most, well, I've had plenty. Uh, one that sticks in mind was when I was swimming. I was doing a swimming gala when I was a kid, but I used to like diving, so the diving boards and the swimming gala because it was at the swimming pool, and basically, uh, all, everyone from the school was there watching, and they have—they couldn't shut. They had to shut off the pool because there's no diving pool. So the diving competition was watched by every single person at my school. And I did this one of this thing where you lower yourself off the board and then roll <laughs> yourself over. And I didn't realise well I did realise, I was wearing white shorts. I didn't realise what that meant. But what that meant was the entire <laughs> school, age twelve, saw me pre pubescent, no hair, tiny penis, <laughs> through <laughs> through these white shorts. And then afterwards someone went, You know your shorts were see-through. I was like I did not know that.
1: So uh, that was an embarrassing moment that sticks in mind.
0: What is your uh, most disgusting habit? I'm a nose picker, but who isn't? I mean, but I take it to another level, to be honest.
1: By another level. No, we need to explore this. Is Mm. that like roll them up, flick them, eat them?
0: I, so, some. someone might accidentally find their way into my mouth from time to time which, my, 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 which Sophie loves obviously
1: oh my god yeah this is why you don't eat when you come round. you're just eating this is content. why trying to
0: go out these days he's lockdowns, ne, he's been, never he's, hungry. lockdown's been brilliant because I no one's apart from Sophie and Lola have seen me do this
1: you said you were on a diet or on the Bodin diet
0: <laughs> so yes yeah, something like that
1: so finally tell us one thing about yourself that will surprise people
0: uh, I used to play the cello <laughs> uh, and I used to play it in primary school and I, cause my mum really, and mum and dad really wanted me to make, to play a, a musical instrument and I was like not really into it, but I did it. And then I, into secondary school, I still played it, but I was carrying this massive instrument into school, secondary school every, every week in my first year of secondary school. And I realized very quickly that this was not the look that I needed <laughs> to going into secondary school. So I dropped it and the cello world has not mourned my passing.
1: (laughs) You don't think there's a future for some cello-based happy hardcore remixes? Unless you
0: want Walking in the Air by The Snowman, which, by the way, is a tune I heard the other day. It's a jungle tune, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. X-Project. X-Project. On an an Easy Groove track. X-Project, late Uh, 1992. Easy Groove dropped it at the start of, I can't remember, one of those... One of those tracks, I was one of those sets I was into the other day, and I was like, it's actually quite good. Yeah, it
2: is. It's a great tune.
0: It is a great tune. So there you go. That's a little quick fire round with, with us. You know a bit more about us. Uh, let's just round this off by talking a bit about raves. And obviously mine's not going to be 1990s, but, you know, whatever, bear with me. What was your best ever rave, Paul?
2: See, for me, it's hard to pinpoint one um, I would have to I mean all the big ones I went to were never as good as the club nights the club the, the club raves your labyrinths and your double dips to bagleys um, so for me no th- there wasn't the best rave if there was it was a standard Saturday night at labyrinth in like early 94 late 93 um, I'm surprised that nerd like you couldn't pinpoint one See, so the thing is I- I've been to to like Helter Skelters and all that and they were great nights out but they, I don't know. When I look at them, I don't look at them in the same fondness that I did those those nights at Bagley's and at Labyrinth and at the Laser Drum in Peckham for Innocence and those sort of things. Those club nights, I don't know. They, they for me, they were the best raves. I can't pinpoint an exact day. I could say I don't know the twenty fourth of February, nineteen ninety four. Yeah, they were weekly, really right? But but yeah, but they, they were weekly things, and they were, like, some were better than others. But I can't pin. I, I can't pinpoint pinpoint a best rave he's, he's had a beer
0: he's had a beer I've had a three so three, three, beers. So three. three beers. Uh, game over you can't pinpoint anything.
1: <laughs> so what Tom. about you Chris well, I'm going to go to you. No, because
0: you were in the '90s, so you, you know, let's do the '90s ravers first. All right.
1: Well, that's tough. I think I would say I'm the opposite of Paul. Um, where for you me, you like the big ones. I love the big ones as much as <laughs> she I love the big one, Paul. <laughs> that's why she's with me. Listen, he's already Six got a massive, massive, ego already. Let's not um...
0: <laughs> only the massive ego, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I as much as I love the labyrinths and the bag stuff at Bagleys, I, I, I don't know. I love my United Dance at Stephen uh, Leisure Centre. Um, things like elevation at Crystal Palace in '94. Um, I love those. Well fantastic. At Lid. Yeah. I mean, those big air hanger and big warehouse type so places. So jealous. So they, jealous. They, this, they were just out of this world. So Tom. Yeah. You. Um, what not my weren't best around? In no, the I 90s. wasn't. No, I wasn't. I, I, but what I, is your standout race? <laughs>
0: The best rave I've ever been to were the Future Dance Raves because they play it. They were nice people who we were really into hardcore. Hardcore was being made by people who, it was like 2000 in Castle Studios in, in was it Peckham, Elephant and Castle or something like that?
1: It was Elephant and Castle.
0: And it was just great music. you go on the stage, no one cared, do what you want. It was really sound and, and I really, really liked that. So they they were, I really like those Future Dances. Um, the best sort of 90s theme and it was, it was in 2011, I saw Primal Scream and it's not rave but it's it's along those sort of acid housey lines i saw a primal screenplay at the london olympia um and they just did the whole scream of Delica with a with a gospel choir and it was at the Empire, so it's like a rave venue there's no seat in it was a bit like an aircraft hangar and that was sort of the closest I'll ever get to a, to a 1990s <laughs> rave. but I know it wasn't, but, you know, but you've got to bear with me because uh, I'm not, you know. But, you know, I'm going to die later than you. So that's, that's some consolation. Well,
1: I don't know. I mean, men tend to not live as long as women, so I might still and be going. also incredibly unhealthy.
0: So <laughs> uh, what's the worst rave I've ever been to, Paul?
2: Um, I can name that one uh, quite easily. That was a uh, revelation, New Year's Eve, 95 into 96 at uh, Wembley Conference Centre. Fucking terrible. I um, don't know. just uh, just everything about it was just not what we wanted the, the sound was shit the, the, the music was obvious uh the crowd was moody the pills weren't very good um always a problem yeah it's like you, you build it up the, the thing with new years you always used to build them up and they were never what they lived up to but that particular one was a fucking shower of shit it was terrible Awesome.
1: don't uh don't hold back just say you I know could exactly what i on
2: could you
0: keep mind. on going what <laughs> what was your uh worst rave chris
1: uh mine is also going to be a new year's and for me it was uh the millennium so that was a helter skelter millennium oh, damn, yeah. jam uh, as, yeah totally as much as helter skelters were generally always brilliant um i guess it was the millennium was just built up so much tickets supremely expensive and you're always expecting more. And it was just such a letdown. There weren't that many people there. Atmosphere was awful. Um, that was DJs the last DJs cancelled as well. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, yeah. they had so many other bookings yeah. elsewhere. But that was the last New Year's rave I think I ever went to.
0: Oh, really? But the beer was free. And they had a buffet. A buffet at a rave. Yeah, honestly, yeah, they did. They, I were mean, free, they were like free food and drink all night. You're like,
1: who the fuck
0: wants to go to a rave? I, I don't. A re- eat food and B finger food.
1: I mean, I, I don't. I don't recall ever seeing any food actually for that oh, matter. Really? Oh, so. What a
0: letdown! And that was the only reason you went. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, first uh, rave experience for uh, you, Tom.
0: I, I went to a a, a, a multi arena event at Bagleys, which had a garage room, and people were getting uh
2: that's, bot- all need, that's
0: all you need to say <laughs> they got bottled it was quite early on in my raving career and i was like oh, i don't like this at all and i never went to a rave that featured um that featured garage again uh in terms of like rave no that, that, that's probably it i've never been to like anything that was like absolutely awful i've ended up in bad states so i'm like you know
1: what event was that the bagley's one do you remember
0: might have been United Dance, yeah,
1: because United Dance did move to Bagley's in 2000. and they would have multi, uh, yeah, yeah,
0: or something like that. Oh, there was another time at, ba- uh, at Bagley's at United Dance, so it was actually as a slamming vinyl, and I, it was in 2000. Do you remember when DNA, DJ DNA played this set, right? Uh-huh. And it was like WizKid really threw him under a bus because he went, Oh, this is a brand new, uh, kind of hardcore you've never heard before. And I listened to the set the other day. Uh, it's just, it's just, it's, it's just jump up, jump and base. And, and you're like, uh, it's not, is it? And actually, uh, had it just have played it, people would have gone, uh, you know, but because he teed it up as being like this new hardcore, but that's not the story. That's not why it was the worst one. But I
1: do have a really great story about that, by the way. You okay, can either hear it now or we'll well, save it for later. On. Well, I was friends with, um, I still am actually friends with Morgan DNA. Well, get him on. But we fell, out, we will, but we fell out for a while, and it was over that event. Why? Because you um, it's not, it
0: wasn't actually hardcore at all. He, You're no, talking no, no.
1: I have nothing against anyone playing D and B. It was more the fact that afterwards he was very smug about it and said um, that, and he, he basically took the piss out of all of the hardcore ravers. And I said, but those are the people that made you DNA, mm. right? And we we argued about it and we fell out over it. Mm. Um, and then he went to America and then blamed me for fleeing to America. <laughs> that um, is
0: quite a blame.
1: We've made up since, it's wow. fine.
0: Well, we'll get him on, hopefully, from America and we can talk all about this and we can do Beefy Quaver and you, oh, can, you can do you each other. You will
1: get hours of beef oh, from excellent. Morgan, I'm excellent. telling That's you. That's a
0: feature we're going to do, Beefy Quaver. We've got uh, people with beef. But actually, I mean, I wasn't there to witness that that um that set because actually i'd been thrown out before that <laughs> and, I, and i got the last train home so that's why it was the worst rave because i was there for an hour and you, you uh, spent lots of money and, and 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 i was in bed by midnight so you didn't
1: miss much, i have to say
0: well there you go uh, but uh, you know turning to uh, drugs as well because of course that is a, an important part of it you've mentioned it we've all we've all mentioned it right it's a huge part of rave music uh, What's your best drug experience? Have you had a great time or all of them?
2: Um, many, many great times. Many, many. Uh, one that sort of stands out for me, and probably this, I probably could have answered this as part of my best rave, if I'm honest, was um, what, like one of the earliest old school events. It was a back to 92 in 1995. So this is when old school first started getting played. Um, at club you had in Tottenham, which was, used to be Ritzy's, and um, we had these pills called Dollars. And they were fucking strong. Ooh, they were so, so strong. And um, I actually got kicked out that night myself, <laughs> funnily enough. Um, I was I was sitting on the floor, like counting how many of the 10 I still had left. And all of a sudden, a light sort of shot on me. Oh, oh, thank you. Do you mean, like, I couldn't see what I was doing. Then I realized it was fucking security and I was getting dragged out. They took those off me. I managed to get back in again. And then, basically, Ponce pills off the rest of my mates. Ended up having a blinder. Absolute blinder. Uh, great tunes all night long. DJ's really good. Um, yeah, but the drugs, the drugs made it for me that night. Those dollars. Dollars were very good. Dollars yeah. they were very strong.
1: They were They were no double doves.
2: No. And there were no snowballs or China whites either. But considering we're talking 95 now, mm. where, where the, drug, the drugs generally, they, they, they tend to have... <laughs> um, for
0: Tom, the, for people who not see this, I'm going, I people don't know still why, watching what Jack he's and Rory at the
2: time.
1: We're so fucking old.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, considering like come by the time 95 come down... Uh, come around a lot of the drugs oh, come down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of the drugs had become weaker, so those dollars were were very strong for the time, very very strong. What about you, Chris?
1: Oh, I've got so many, but I'll I'll go with um, going to Labyrinth at the four races in Dalston and um, arriving there like more or less right at the start and going straight into the garden and sitting down. And just chatting shit to someone for probably an hour. And then that person would get up and walk off. But someone would come and sit down next to me. It was a small garden. And um, this happened for a while. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to get up and go and have a dance now. And someone, one of my friends came out and said that basically we're going home it's finished it's shut <laughs> so I'd been outside talking to people in the garden wow. from like 8pm till 6 o'clock in those the morning those drugs must
0: have been incredibly strong <laughs> yeah, I mean that is a long old I've time
1: all night long didn't even realise you know what
0: the thing is right you do drugs you have a great time largely generally not always but usually so actually I don't really have sort of blow into one I don't really have one most of my funniest stories are like when my mate I won't name him, but I'll tell you after. My mate, we went into this rave and he's gone, here, yeah, mate, I've just found a rat Come here. And I'm like, all right, being all secret squirrel, we'll go in the corner away from the bouncers so we can, we'll open, I think it's a lids or something. We'll open it up. Right, yeah, great, wicked, nice one, great, fine, man. So we've gone to the corner. We're all like, oh, I'm opening it up, I'm opening it up, I'm Dabbing it. Up. <laughs> mate, it's fucking chewed chewing gum. <laughs> <laughs> This is the same bloke that puked in my face uh, (laughs) uh, after doing pink champagne, and he pink and he puked uh, purple. Well, pink champagne puke all over my face. So it's the same guy. He's basically one of my messiest mates. And all the stories, the funniest stories, are not you know the great times that I've had. They're the funny moments that you're like at the time really awful and embarrassing or like annoying. But actually, when you look back, you're like that's a belter of a story. So that's for me. All anything in my life, if I if it's a good story. It's ended up yeah. being, being a good, a good thing.
1: I'm sure between us, we've got absolutely tons of messy stories that we could tell about um, ourselves and some <laughs> of our mates too. And
0: we'll explore them as we go here on Raw, the 90s Rave Podcast. I hope you now don't hate us all. I hope you like it. You, you know, you like us. You like the sound of what we're doing. Uh, you think we're fun. We're going to bring something to it. Uh, there's not just big name uh, interviews with people from the scene. Uh, we're going to bring a bit of our own personality to it. Paul's going to be nerdy on the, you know, on the, behind the computer. We're going to be presenting. So, I hope you like what you listen to. What you listen to. Tell on your mate, share it on all our social media channels. Go to our website, uh, which is the 90s rave podcast.co.uk. Send us an email, hello at the 90s with some of your stories maybe. Tell us your stories. We'll, we'll feature you on a future episode. Oh, we
1: love a rave story. Please send us your rave stories, especially your mashed stories. They're the best. Here at Raw, we've got some fantastic future episodes recorded and ready to go, including the godfather of hardcore DJ Slipmat and top of the Pops smash hit artist and pioneer of breakbeat hardcore, none other than lunacy of Nightfalls Records. We want to make more great episodes featuring all your favourite artists, but we really need your help to fund them. In return, you could get yourself some neat signed artwork which is exclusive to Raw. Head over to our page at gofundme.com forward slash the 90s rave podcast to become a part of this exciting new project. Stay tuned to our Facebook, Twitter and Insta accounts for more announcements. Laters!